Welcome to the 27th episode of Indian Markets with KR and today as you might be knowing was the September series expiry and we'll be talking about Nifty's movements today we'll be talking about uh, Nifty's losers Nifty's gainers and you know just the overall sentiment that we've been seeing some more analysis on that and Nifty of course was up 131 points Bank Nifty was up 416 points and these numbers were higher at one point they were you know uh, pretty much the first 10 minutes or the first uh, 15 20 minutes of the day we saw plus 90 for nifty and bank nifty at one point was plus 700 or 800 i believe so yeah there's a lot uh, you know a lot more that we'll be talking about in this episode about these uh, movements so yeah let's get into it so you know coming to the 10 minute chart as we always do uh, we can see that on the pure price chart we can see that the close of uh, you know well the, the the resistance provided by the close of uh, day before yesterday is quite apparent this time coincidentally this was also the close of the open of uh, you know 23rd september it's getting a bit confusing but so i'll just you know try to help you think about it so the day's resistance that is the point where the day uh, went from being extremely positive to then taking a sort of nosedive for a bit was the close of day before yesterday that's 24th september which was also the close of the very first candle of 23rd september so i hope that clears things up and that was quite possibly the most important resistance for the day as we can see on the pure price chart again uh, you know for the start of the analysis we'll be looking at pure price charts no retracements no indicators no nothing just the candlestick patterns and just the price so that that that's the most apparent thing that we can see here uh, what we can also see is that despite the day being plus 131, uh, if you look at the past uh, four days, including today, you will see that it's pretty, pretty tight. It's pretty range bound. And the range is around 11,700 to 11,430 or so. Uh, you know, 420, 11,420, 11,700, approximately that range has been, uh, you know, the range throughout this pretty much the four days that have been uh, passed and it, you know despite it not being uh, you know technically a range bound move because it wasn't that narrow we can definitely see that it's sort of consolidating now and you know so the big move that happened that was on Friday last week and so pretty much this entire week so far we've seen it you know sort of uh, take it easy in a way uh, so there's that and i mean let's be honest who would have not expected that you know especially after such a massive move that it had on uh, friday so understandably it has been range bound quite a bit uh, the range has been around 300 points which is not too narrow but it's not that broad either so you know that's something which is very apparent on the pure price chart now, if we retrace 23rd September and 25th September, 
uh, we can see and we can get a very clear picture of uh, you know today's resistance and support levels so if I just do that on my chart here uh, we can see <clears throat> that 61.8% level that is at 11,588 was quite a strong resistance for the day and <coughs> sorry for that again you know uh, I'll try to walk you through it so uh, the day opened about 23.6% uh, at 11,481 then it climbed it climbed it climbed 11,555 faced a bit of resistance jumped on you know jumped above uh, that level and then it sort of turned back a bit after consolidating for a good hour or so and then it went all the way back down to 23.6% uh, level at 11,481 so you know essentially it climbed from 23.6 uh, at 11,481 and then it turned back at 11,588 and then it went back down almost you know almost kissed uh, 11,481 and then it made another way another sort of positive climb up to uh, up to 11,055 or so oh no it was at 11,588 so again it went back down retraced for a bit and then went back up so I bet if we do a quick intraday retracement also we'll be able to see some support or resistance especially uh, when you look at the pattern that <clears throat> you know it's climbed and uh, went back down so I'll just do a very very quick intraday retracement if my laptop allows me to do so that is and oh it's taking a bit more time than usual and oh god what's happened <laughs> uh well there is some very rough uh, rough support now we can see that there was some support at 11523 at uh, the uh, at the 61.8% level but it's honestly not uh, not that strong at all so there is that i mean you know despite what it looked like not a lot of uh, intraday retracement explaining stuff except for the support at 11556 towards the end of the day so that's pretty much it as far as the intraday retracements are concerned and we can now you know enable our indicators and we can see what it looked like so the moment we do we can see that 8MA uh, and 20MA and 50MA were very, very, um, you know, indicative and clean uh, as far as, you know, the movements were concerned. So we can see that uh, 8MA support was very apparent and then it turned into a resistance, then it turned into a support again. And so, you know, it, it was a support till that uh, 588 level and from there it turned into a resistance and then once it retraced it turned into support again and it was a support throughout the day after that uh, the retracement levels at I believe it was 420 or something I'll just pull that back up <coughs> the retracement levels yeah 481 that also happens to sort of uh, you know 
coincide with the 50MA. So 50MA was also a support. And in fact, 50MA was a better support than uh, the FIB level. So interestingly, today we can see that, uh, you know, this uh, the MAs are a better, the simple moving averages, I, I'll specify which MA. So the simple moving averages are a better sort of indication of the day's movements rather than the pivot points and rather than the FIB levels. So that's quite interesting. And yeah, we'll jump on to the daily chart now. Looking at the daily chart of Nifty, we can see that, you know, it was definitely a positive move. It did not attempt to fill that gap even partially. And if we just pull up uh, the retracement that we made yesterday, or rather I talked about yesterday, and that is from 20th September. So the candle of 20th September to the candle of 23rd September. So if we just retrace that, we can see that there were a lot of price levels, of course. And yesterday, the day closed just below 23.6%. And, you know, that, that level was at, at around 11,457. So I had mentioned that if it does not, uh, you know, attempt uh, attempt to fill in that gap, we may possibly see, you know, uh, Nifty taking support from that FIB level and then sort of, well, bouncing back up in a way. So, and coincidentally, that really is what happened. And, you know, there was there was a pretty decent chance that it could have, you know, just attempted to fill in that gap. But perhaps with the global markets being positive and, you know, all around the positive sentiment, especially when we look at the underlying stocks of Nifty, most of them were positive. In fact, when we do come to the day's uh, losers and gainers of Nifty, we'll realize that not a lot of losing stocks today. So, you know, all of those reasons combined might have just probably helped nudge Nifty into that support rather than, you know, attempting another gap filling. That being said, since that gap is still open, we may definitely see it being filled sometime in the near future whether that's tomorrow whether that's next week you know it, it honestly depends a lot on the market sent sentiment personally i feel that with the next support for next resistance for nifty coming in at around 11,600 that's the first one the next one being at around 11,660 or so we might just see you know those levels being tested before a gap filling Especially when we consider that there are a few other supports now also. One of the most notable ones being 11,500. Of course, not only is it a psychological level, it is also one of, uh, you know, one of the previous sort of changes in polarity, which is why it may just end up being a support. And, you know, the next support might just come in at 11,434. And of course, we still have the FIB support at 11,457. So if you do not have a chart in front of you, you know, you can sort of imagine uh, a, sh a sharp move, obviously, on Friday. From there, it touched sort of, you know, the swing high. And then from there, it retraced a bit to the 23.6% level. 
by around 250 points or so or rather 230 points or so and now taking support from that level it's gone up a bit so now you know naturally the the 100% level or rather the 0% level is going to be a, resist- a resistance for the index obviously but we still have quite a lot of room for that in fact we still have around 120 points or so for that to happen so unless we see a move similar to today so plus 131 points or so we might not see the 0% level being hit tomorrow directly uh, you know unless that big of a move is going to happen coming to the downside now you know if you look at the chart and if you look at it quite keenly you'll notice that there is a very small gap between 19th July and 22nd July. So 19th July candle was on 11,422. 22nd was on, was at 11,393. So there's around a 30 point gap that's there. And it may just fill in that gap also tomorrow. Of course, there's a big difference between the prices, but you know, there's just that gap, which is still sort of, you know, not filled yet. Uh, because the index just jumped up from there. I mean, you know, it was about to fill in that gap, but then it just jumped up. So uh, that gap is still very much open, as is the gap that was created last week. So Friday closing and this Monday's opening. So that gap is also still there. So we've got two gaps yet to be filled. And, you know, Nifty is, I wouldn't say it's in the air. It's definitely got resistor. It's got definitely got support now. So the next resistance, as I mentioned, it's still, you know, a few points away. And the next supports are also plenty of supports, plenty, plenty of resistances this time also. So that's what the 10 minute, ch- uh, that's what the daily chart says. Sorry for that. And, you know, as far as the RSI goes, RSI hasn't really worked that well, uh, you know, in today's market. But it did take 60 RSI support and now it's back up so you know again that's a positive thing and the thing is we haven't really seen rsi 60 plus sustaining if we look at the historical data of nifty there have definitely been more than a few instances where it has you know gone up to rsi levels of 80 or above but the thing is if if we look at the most recent incident it did not really sustain uh, you know RSI plus uh, an RSI greater than 60. So even on intraday trading, if we look at RSI 70, 77, it generally just, you know, falls back from there. And as a result, the index price also falls down. So purely based on RSI, again, we haven't really been seeing RSI working that well. Um, But, you know, it may just follow it. The The thing with the markets is that if it wants to follow that indicator, it will follow it. So can't really say much on that but you know that's where nifty is placed right now on the daily chart again uh, just a quick little recap of the daily chart retraced back to 23.6 went back up and now it's sort of you know waiting for the next resistance to come in so that's the daily chart and with that you know we can proceed to the days uh, to nifty's losers and gainers and yeah, let's get on to it. So the leader of Nifty's top gainers today is Vedanta Limited. And coincidentally, if we retrace the price, so 
obviously we won't be taking today's high because you know we we're trying to analyze the reason why today uh, you know the the price went up rather than actually trying to find an explanation so if we retrace 22nd august that's the swing low to 23rd september which is the previous swing high now now of course it's created another swing high so if we take those two points and so the 100% level would lie at approximately 125.3 0% at 165.05 <clears throat> we can see that it's almost made a near perfect retracement to 23.6 and then it's you know basically jumped up now broken 0% so now it's broken the swing high and has formed a new swing high of course and if we look at the previous data also on this very retracement we can see that it's consolidated for quite some time at uh, you know between 145 and 149 and those are the 50 and 38.2% levels so it did consolidate it for a bit there after that 8MA support it jumped back up created the new swing high and now it's retraced and made a new swing high now as well so you know sort of like a higher high higher low pattern and we know that according to the dow theory that does indicate an uptrend <clears throat> now you know right on the face of things if i just look at vedanta limited's chart i can see that there might be a sort of a rough trend line that we can draw so I'll try to do that rough trend line of course nothing too accurate I think because there are a few few levels which are not going to fit into this trend line so I'll just try to experiment with a few right now and I'm, I'll, I'll do this live purely because you know it's it's like you know you don't have to um, what, what do you say you don't have to really know each and every detail about the stock like this stock I've, i don't think i've analyzed it for quite some time now yet the trend line might still work so if we do draw a trend line um 20th september 20th september rather or actually 23rd september it did attempt to breach the trend line it went back down and now it's above the trend line now of course it does face resistance from 200 dma and I've always said that it is the big daddy of, uh, you know, moving averages and the big daddy of resistances, big daddy of supports also. So that's around three points away. So we might just see that resistance also. If we do see a resistance by 200 DMA, uh, you know, it would quite possibly fall in line with the trend line. Speaking of the trend line, if we connect 3rd October 2018, to 23rd September 2019 we can see a very clear almost uh, downtrend there and you know yeah that that's Vedanta Limited's uh, stock price analyzed now coming to the future of this company and by future I mean the future price that we could expect considering that 200 DM is still there <coughs> We might see some resistance from it, at least, you know, a bit. It might just kiss 200 DMA and then it might turn back down for a bit. Alternatively, we might see a gap up above 200 DMA because that's also something that we've been seeing. Not on this stock, though. This stock has been under 200 DMA for 
well for more than one and a half years now the last time it, it was above 200 dma was on 20th march 2018 so that's a long time to be under any resistance and now it's finally come close enough to actually breach it so you know it may just test that level once or it may see that resistance directly depends a lot on the sentiment of the investors on that day so that's vedanta limited the next the next winner the next gainer of nifty well it's going to be mahindra and mahindra now it also saw some support now and if we look it got support from 20 ma uh, to me, this was not exactly, you know, a strong uh, script, purely because there were a lot of supports, uh, or rather a lot of resistances. If we look at, you know, yesterday's candle, we can see that it was below 50MA, it was below 8MA, it was almost below 20MA also. Now, of course, it is above 20MA, it's above 8MA, it's above 50MA, so <clears throat> that's good. The resistance for Mahindra and Mahindra around 10 points away, 576. That's the previous, uh, you know, high that it made, the previous open of the high. The previous high was at around 600, also psych resistance at that level. And that's that's pretty much it for Mahindra and Mahindra. Coming to the news-based reasons for, uh, you know, this price movement, it, it was probably due to the Ford and Mahindra and Mahindra joint venture that's happening. So apparently Ford is considering or has considered exiting uh, India as a market and sort of continuing the relation via uh, alliances and JVs with Mahindra and Mahindra. So, you know, it might have just increased due to that reason. Because we've been seeing Indian manufacturers not doing particularly well uh, in the market. I mean, that sort of Indian car uh, reputation is still there. They haven't really uh, been up to the mark of, let's say, something like Toyota, something like Honda. In terms of build quality, they haven't really uh, managed to, <clears throat> you know, really give uh, the competitors a run for their money. So... Considering all this, if Ford India's deal does go through, then we could see Mahindra improving their build quality. We could see Mahindra improving, you know, the just how strong their cars are. And that's definitely a positive thing. I mean, if this deal goes through, if the deal is favorable for Mahindra, there's honestly nothing like it. So there's that. Coming to Coal India now, another gainer for the day, 5.56% up. It closed at 203.30. It overcame psychological resistance also. So that's a great thing. What confuses me here is that it opened on a gap down and there were the news was against uh, the news was against Coal India. So apparently there was this worker strike because of which productivity and output was basically halved yesterday. So that's definitely not positive news at all. Uh, you know, no matter how you're looking at it. So, unless you're shorting uh, the stock, in which case it definitely is positive news. But, you know, despite all of that, the uh, the price of Coal India did increase. And we can see that it was at a price level, it was at an important price level. Uh, you know, the level being one of the previous changes in polarity. So, if you look at 27th August 2019, that was one change in polarity. If you look at 19th September, another change in polarity. 
so it was at a pretty nice level it was also uh you know a narrow candle almost like an inverted hammer so if that's the case you know that definitely does show you know or rather it is one of the indicators of uh, a change in polarity but you know considering all of that negative news it was just pretty interesting to see uh, you know the stock actually going up by this much in fact the last time it went up by around this much was uh in on 5th september so you know it making such a big move especially uh, with news like this is quite quite odd in my opinion now of course it does have 50 ma support since it's breached that level the next resistance coming in at um well 205 the one after that at 208 the one after that at 214 so those are some resistances for coal india coming to supports uh the very first support is obviously going to be at uh, the moving average at 201 the next one is an important price level 202 it's one of the resistances or other 200 it's one of the resistances of uh, the previous time so it now becomes a support and obviously 200 if you've tuned into yesterday's episode you know that you know the round number logic the psychological supports and resistances very very important do not ignore them so that's obviously another support after that 8 ma after that 20 ma so a lot of supports the thing is you know with news like that i would not really trust uh, all of these supports either so if we do see a positive news tomorrow we may see resistance for at around 215 or so mm, but you know apart from that i would not really um put my money in this stock at least yet uh purely because the the sort of uh, the overall sentiment that i'm seeing is quite mixed here so not as decisive as i'd like the next gainer is z limited uh it's still i wouldn't call it a gainer because i feel it's consolidating now and this is definitely an important price level i mean consolidation at this level does show that uh support is very very strong at around 273 so that's a very positive sign in my opinion um the next resistance is going to be at 290 so four points away after that 293 after that 299 299 remember psychological resistance also so um you know that z limited uh since it's at this price level i believe it was 3 or 4 episodes back i'd mentioned that z limited looks and it looks like it's an interesting pick uh because while the news is against it the support zone or rather the price levels are pretty favorable and if you look at fourth uh august 2014 that is when the price was around this level uh and from there it really really increased a lot so i'm actually very keen to see how the price of z limited moves and yeah that is z limited the next one ongc and if i just pull up the chart of ongc now we can see that there was some very clear 8 and 50 ma support and it's now at a resistance zone of the previous change in polarity the previous change in polarity was almost like an evening star pattern not quite though so it's at that level now 200 dma not too far off not too close either and if i just um, 
check the historical data we've definitely seen the index below 200 i mean a lot of the times so it's definitely not going to be some you know a very easy bounce back up in my opinion so that's ongc and now we can get to the day's losers now nifty's losers for the day now nifty's loser list is led by yes bank minus 4.93 percent and i mean it's it's honestly become you know routine to see yes bank on the loser list now uh you know one day it's positive the other three days it's negative so not quite sure what's going on here it's at an important price level that's for sure uh the last time we saw this level it took a lot of support and then it just jumped back up no looking back from there but this was back in 2013 2014 in fact even back in 2011 and 2012 so that's around a good eight uh, seven eight years ago so that price level might just be breached especially considering the uncertainty considering all of the negative news around yes bank um, you know i'm not quite sure if that level will be held we did see a 28 crossover so 20 ma crossing over 8 ma which is not particularly a positive sign and it has gone down around four rupees after that four rupees again when when the stock is 50 four rupees is like eight percent so that's that's not 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 a, a positive thing at all again it's it's still at the, that support zone it's trading pretty narrow now and by narrow uh, i i do mean range bound so again not not quite sure what we'll see with yes bank here uh resistances it's got plenty supports not really visible uh not really visible at all unless you're talking about the ones that were there seven eight years ago so that's yes bank the next one you know <laughs> this is living its last few days or last day on nifty and nifty it's eyeball housing finance it's going to be replaced by nestle now and again minus 2.39 percent not living its final days peacefully i feel so that's eyeball housing finance pretty severe 20 ma resistance now also under 8 ma so not not a good thing at all the support is at 403 403 again psychological support 400 levels so that's eyeball housing finance again when we zoom out we can see that this is at an important level it took support it almost shot up uh, back in 2014 right around at this level so i'll also keep an eye out on this uh, despite it not being a nifty stock soon so this is also one of the stocks that i'll keep an eye on personally and the next one the next loser for the day infi uh, infosys and looking at the chart we can see that it did retrace it took support it took resistance from that level now so if i just try to help you visualize uh, infosys you know it, the swing high being the evening star pattern at on 6 september the swing low being 23rd september's low it took support from 23.6% level at 766 and then it you know almost rode the tide till 50% level at 794 from there it opened with a gap down and it still sort of closed below that level so 
it was still at around the 794 level another gap down today uh this time taking support from 782 38.2% fib level and then you know it took it faced a lot of resistance from yesterday's open so that's where it stands right now again we can see fib uh retracements providing support and resistance to enforces right now if we're going to go by that we should see support now because it's at that 38.2% level at 782 uh just you know 50 paise above that level so that's that's where enforces is at right now and yeah i mean that's pretty much it for the day's losers and gainers or rather nifty's losers this time and i'll be talking about a bit more on my trades a bit more on uh, uh how i intend on trading tomorrow how i traded today no all right so my trades and if you remember yesterday's episode i'd mentioned that i exited my tcs position reason being uh if it was going to trade above 2100 levels i might have continued with it but since it did not it didn't really inspire that confidence in me so i you know exited my position today we see that it opened with a gap up it filled the gap in immediately and it made a new uh, low or rather the, the day's low was 2063 which is below you know the price that i sold it yesterday so according to me it is a good decision of course the high for the day was 2107 so i could have made possibly more but this is purely a capital protection move also because if it wanted to go down it could have just filled in that gap we uh, filled in the gap that we saw being created yesterday so and it would have gone down to 2045 levels if that were to happen so again it was more of a risk management move on my part uh exiting tcs and you know coming to what i intend on trading tomorrow that's friday uh not too sure if i'm honest because friday it's the day's close and it's the week's close rather so again you know it's it's we we've we've seen some pretty interesting moves on friday because um the prices can just go any direction in my opinion from what i've seen and the technical indicators and the price levels are not always supported on friday so going into the day i'm not really looking at any particular scripts for now i might just uh, you know think of some trades on the air like on the go if i find any so yeah that's pretty much it uh, from my side this episode and do let me know how you're intending on trading tomorrow do let me know um what you feel about the market right now do let me know what your expectations are of uh you know next week's market the next one is obviously going to be a weekly analysis special so yeah happy trading